Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week, we speak with Ashley LaRussa of Rue Events and Black's Friday about the incredible achievement she's had over the last couple of years. Today is March 28th. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. We shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to U Arizona, and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, also available on your iPhone or Android by using our own Downtown Radio Tucson app. If you want to get us on the show, our email address is contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. That same website has all of our past episodes. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or you can simply ask your smart speaker to play our podcast, Life Along the Streetcar podcast. Well, we're going to start our show today with a little bit of news about some performances at the Rialto Theater. It's not the music that we want, but it's as close as we can get right now. Starting on Friday, April 2nd, the Rialto Theater will open its doors for the Gallery Project. This is going to take place every Friday and Saturday from 6 to 9 p.m., and the Rialto is going to be showcasing photos and posters from past live events. Images have been uh, curated from the photography of C. Elliott, Mark Martinez, and event posters uh, designed by Ryan Trait. So not the actual performers, but at least a glimpse of what used to be and what will be at the Rialto. This is a free event, but it is reservations only. They're trying to be very cautious of social distancing. So you can uh, reserve up to four spots in 10-minute intervals. There'll be some food available, a little popcorn and some cocktails. Starts Friday night. Well, our feature presentation has something to do with what's right across the street at Hotel Congress. But before we get into that, let me tell you about Ashley LaRussa. Ashley LaRussa began Rue Events in 2019 as an event management company with a primary focus on supporting the growth of organizations and community leaders that fosters equity, diversity, and inclusion initiatives. In 2020, she expanded her efforts to launch a concept called Blacks Friday, that's B-L-A-X Friday, to provide representation and economic empowerment of black business owners. It's focused on positive, actionable steps towards inclusivity and equity. Her efforts have put her in the semifinals of the Idea Funding Competition hosted by Startup Tucson, which we talked about a few weeks ago. And we had the pleasure of sitting down with Ashley via phone, of course, to talk about her achievements and what's next for her organizations. Ashley LaRussa. And Ashley, we're going to talk about several different um, organizations that you're involved with at the moment, but uh, what is your official title? Where is your, what is your main title here? My main title <laughs> would be founder of Rue Events. All right. So t tell us a little about your history because you, uh, Rue Events we'll talk about, uh, but you have kind of an interesting history. You've, you've been involved with our community in a lot of different phases for years. 
Absolutely. I've been here in Tucson for going on 13 years. I started at Arizona Theater Company as a stage manager. And after 10 years, I left Arizona Theater Company as a board liaison and management associate. Also had the honor of serving and working with Downtown Tucson Partnership as their projects manager. And I was really happy to be able to start to connect with the community and then started Rue Events in 2019. So Rue Events, what's the, uh, that, it's, it sounds, it's an event management company, but you started with a very specific focus. Absolutely. So Rue Events, which is giving homage to my Creole background, uh, Rue is used in culinary terms as a foundation for dishes like gumbos and etouffees. And I wanted to apply that same terminology to how we build community and the type of organizations we work with through Rue Events. And so our focus is diversity, equity, and inclusion. And through DEI, we try to work with community leaders that also value diversity, equity, and inclusion throughout the community. So that can be throughout events or that can be policy making. We just want to be a part of the solution. And so that has you working with people that have similarly aligned goals. And then you help to bring those folks together and uh, create a larger impact in our community. Absolutely. Collaboration first. And this uh, this started in 2019, um, and I know you were working with um, a variety of projects. Uh, can you give us an example of some of the folks that, that you uh, that you collaborated with early on? Definitely. Some of the first events with Rue, we started with spotlighting the Dunbar, really giving homage here locally to one of the first black institutions and now a pavilion where uh, others can gather for culture and arts. So we did a spotlight with them on our very first event. And then our second event was Black Renaissance with Hotel McCoy and local artist Sean Louis, where we were able to have a month full of spotlighting black artists every Saturday at Hotel McCoy. And now that has just blossomed into a beautiful community initiative led by Sean Louis. And then one of the, uh, the third, and I remember these first three because I feel like they're truly impactful to the mission of Rue Events, was Night Out With, the Now series. The Now series focused on Barrio Viejo and specifically architecture within the neighborhood, telling the history of what uh, was there before and what is being built towards the future. Yeah, I went to one of your night out events uh, down at the um, um, in Barrio Viejo, and I think it was Sandy Chan. Um, yes, was absolutely. Very impressed with uh, the information about our 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 Chinese heritage here in in Tucson, mm -hmm. and that was yes. a, that was a now event. And we had Sean Louis on the on the show talking about um, Black Renaissance a year well in twenty in twenty nineteen, and I didn't realize that you guys were all connected there. I, I missed that component. Absolutely. And and Sean Louis is also a team member on Blacks Friday. <laughs> well, we all collaborate here locally. That's uh, I mean, I just that's what we love about Tucson, right? There's <laughs> it's I guess it's good and bad. Yeah, everyone knows everyone. So we, we all sort of know each other's dirty laundry, but we also know each other's strengths and weaknesses to figure mm -hmm. out who to tap in, uh, who to tap in with. Um, well, let's let's shift the gears a little bit because you brought up Blacks Friday. Um, 
the you know 2020 obviously was a year of transition for for many many reasons uh, you know the pandemic I think that's the headline but there's a lot of things going on with um, social justice uh, inequality mm-hmm. issues and you know not to uh, not to step out of my um, my neutral observer role uh, and to heap too much praise but sometimes there's a confluence of events and there's someone at that that intersection of events that really has a vision and, and steps up and that that seems to be what you and in Rue events were in 2020 um, tell us a little about what happened with with your thought process as we were moving through um, the pandemic because you were helping with the Tucson helping Tucson effort uh, mm-hmm. but kind of talk us through that and what happened in the summer of 2020 Definitely. So with Rue events, our focus was community and in-person events. And so with March, uh, a lot of the contracts were postponed, later canceled, as we were learning more about, you know, being social distant and and, and taking more safety precautions when it came to in-person events. And so thankfully, with projects like Tucson Helping Tucson, Rue events was still actively able to do something impactful within the community. Um, Also, during that time, I was doing personally a lot of research on uh, economics when it came to black businesses specifically, seeing the decline of black businesses during April of 2020. um, And that was just due to COVID, you know, due to the pandemic. And then with the murder of Mr. George Floyd later in the summer, we found ourselves compounded as a community, not only facing COVID, but also uh, racial disparity when it comes to justice and awareness and recognition. And so looking both at those two things that are happening on a national level, as well as locally, and myself being inside here, I'm going on, I'm gonna hit 365 days this week. I'm gonna hit the year mark. I, I, I wanted to make sure that I was still following my mission of this new business, as well as still contributing towards social justice locally. And thankfully during that time and building during the summer, I was able to find a number of community partners that also felt that same way. Firstly, with the business owners with Blacks Friday, who are all black business owners that also found a need of starting a directory to find each other and celebrate all of the wonderful things we were still able to build, even during these times, Um, as well as the opportunity of connecting more with all of our community partners and leaders here locally. And so we did a number of initiatives with partners like Community Investment Corporation, um, Nova Home Loans, um, again, Tucson Helping Tucson, huge shout out on just helping the community be aware of local business and needs. So Blacks Friday, it's spelled B-L-A-X Friday, kind of a takeoff of the uh, the Black Friday, I assume, shopping spree that happens uh, right around Thanksgiving. Uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> so, so when you when you started this effort, um, clearly you were trying to support and highlight um, black-owned businesses. But tell I me, mean, what was your initial vision? Did it's become something quite large, and we'll talk about that. But what was your initial vision? Did you see something large coming out of this, or was it, or was it a, an informational campaign? Yes, the the initial and the big why was how many how many black owned businesses are in Arizona? 
We know statistically with data that our population as African-Americans, Black Americans, Black, um, is just over 5%. And then looking at the data, knowing that within that 5%, 2% to 2.5% are business owners, it felt like the utmost importance to find out who that 2% is here in Arizona and be able to pull it into an accessible directory. So that was the main vision and goal was finding out how many, and then once locating them, being able to amplify them so that all community members can locate and be able to shop, support, share, um, and just build a greater community. Well, so it starts off as a, as a, um, uh, a source of information to connect, highlight, amplify, but over the last, not quite year, I guess it's been about nine months, Black Friday has really become more of a, of a, of a movement and, <laughs> and it's, it's creating opportunities. It's, it's, it's been able to uh, create empowerment opportunities for these business owners. Uh, so kind of how did it morph? What's, what's been changing? Mm, so with the uh, recognition and awareness came collaboration and partnership. And so now businesses within similar industries are able to partner and start to have their own either events or promoting each other and sharing platform space. And so that also transposed into other local merchants, our partners downtown Tucson and in our partners on Fourth Avenue and around Main Gate to also be invested in learning and, and meeting other entrepreneurs and merchants. And and so when you say it's been become a movement, that's such a huge compliment because it truly is a testament to our community being able to connect during these times and understand the mission is important and help us amplify that. We'll be back to finish up our interview with Ashley LaRussa in just a few minutes, but I want to remind you that you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. And let's finish up with Ashley LaRussa. You know, when I when I see this, you know, I, I saw it as a directory originally and, and a way to support uh, a segment of our population that, you know, was was disproportionately impacted by COVID, it seems. Uh, but now, like, you know, more recently, you just released something called the Black Paper. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. So, so tell us, I mean, what what is that component? And, and, I mean, that, that's an evolution in the in the movement. Oh, wow. Thank you for bringing up our black paper. Yes, that was just released here on February 26th of 2021. Uh, the, the goal with the black paper was really putting down a positive uh, a focus and view on initiatives that are being built towards economic empowerment for specifically black business owners and entrepreneurs. Again, when we were doing the research on what was happening to black businesses in March and April, I found it important to also start to connect and align ourselves with other institutions who have been doing this work, you know, who have already focused in on helping uh, spotlight and build awareness towards black business 
And one of those partners is Taniqua Broughton. Taniqua over at the state of Black Arizona has been doing wonderful work in gathering data and the actual tracking of metrics of what is happening not only within business, but also health and education when it comes to the Black community here in Arizona. And so we're so excited to A, have them as a contributing author on the Black paper to talk about their report that will be released here in the coming month to discuss the numbers that they found, as well as discussing with partners such as Community Investment Corporation, Growth Partners Arizona, Hustle Phoenix, Local First Arizona, all institutions that are building programs and initiatives, seeing an issue and wanting to be a part of the solution. And so we've come out with the Black Paper where we've had an opportunity of having the authors write about these initiatives and then again being able to make it accessible on our website. And it's if uh, the read of this is very much a, um, a, a more in-depth economic look at uh, small business uh, and then the, the compounding factors that minority business owners face in, in this environment. So it's a very uh, well, well put together um, document on just economic strategies. <laughs> That's so. a huge compliment. Thank you. Well. I will let the team know. <laughs> So it flows pretty nicely. A lot of this is available on your website, Blacks Friday, B-L-A-X Friday. Um, and we'll, of course, link to that from our, our Facebook page. But there is an event coming up. Um, uh, we're airing this on the 28th of March, and there's an event coming up on Wednesday, which is uh, a reoccurring event that I'm excited about because I have not yet been to this, but I'm going on oh. Wednesday. So tell me about what I'm going to experience on Wednesday at, at uh, Hotel Congress. Thank you. Thank you for bringing up our Soul Food Wednesdays at Hotel Congress. So during our partnership here last summer, we were thankful for every Wednesday um, to uh, be able to spotlight black owned businesses, be it vendors, musicians, food, uh, trucks. Uh, and thankfully into the new year in 2021, Hotel Congress has partnered on for once a month, the last Wednesday of every Every month will be Soul Food Wednesdays. And just to mention some of the vendors we've had at reoccurring Soul Food Wednesdays is Dre's Barbecue. Uh, Dre is also a DJ, but he brings up his food truck and you're able to get a number of different dishes, hot and ready and delicious and safely prepared. We've also had DJ Impeccable uh, go and mix some 90s mix and good vibes. Uh, from the stage. And then a number of our small business owners, um, vendors, including Light of Mind Candle Supply. Uh, so if you're looking for candles, you can find those with her or even um, custom classic cakes. Uh, you know, we'll have uh, her name is Elizabeth and she bakes uh, custom cakes for anyone who may have allergens. So if you have a dairy allergy, which I do, um, or if you have a gluten allergy, she's able to specialize cakes for you. So that's just to name a few of the vendors that are there and they rotate depending upon the date. Again, an opportunity while partnering with a local um, institution and organization and business and amplify another small business owner. Yeah, so kudos to Hotel Congress for opening up that space. And this is not a, um, uh, you've been doing this for a while. I know it, it stopped during during COVID, but this has been something that's been ongoing um, for over a year too, hasn't it? 
Absolutely. I We definitely kicked off. I want to say off the top of my head and give a huge shout out to um, uh, Street Blues uh, family, to Ray, because early on, uh, Ray, uh, with the collaboration of marketing director Delise Shepard and uh, David uh, Slutes, really started to kick off and do Soul Food Wednesdays early on in, um, in 2020, right after, uh, I believe it was around June or July. And then with COVID, uh, you know, spiking and us taking even more precaution, we took a break and then we've come back strong here starting just this last month in February and deciding that, you know, we're going to make it once a month and uh, bigger each time as we get more safety precautions in line. And so, again, it's just really exciting to see an event, you know, in the core of downtown Tucson and be so supported and and be you know a way to safely celebrate and help a business here locally well here's the uh the million dollar question (laughs) what's next what's the future how where where are things heading what's your vision for 2022 Wonderful. I'm so happy you asked. Well, definitely our next goal um, that we're setting is partnering with Phoenix and an initiative called Pitch Black. When we first started off in the summer, we did a virtual event um, called uh, Blacks Friday Night Live. And during Blacks Friday Night Live, we had Pitch Blacks. And this was an opportunity where uh, business owners had a minute to pitch their business idea and product. And then we were able to award one of the businesses during the event. Well, now this is totally scaled up and we now have partners in Phoenix, including Hustle Phoenix, Archwood exchange just to name a few to start off with Um, and we're building a national pitch competition so applications are actually open now at pitchblackevent.com we will be announcing the finalists this upcoming april and the event will be june 1st 2021 so that's going to be the next goal and really again spotlighting an opportunity for black entrepreneurs and business owners to be able to pitch their ideas and be able to talk about capital access as they're speaking with potential funders. Um, So we're really excited about that. And as we build that into 2022, hopefully we'll have a reoccurring event and really replicate some of the events that we've been doing in this year. So watch out for Blacks Friday 2021 in November and and watch out for, uh, again, doing another beautiful seasonal and holiday edition of black businesses and releasing um, all of their information in a nice, you know, packet uh, of where you can go and shop during the holidays. Ashley, we could talk for hours. We've got to have you back to talk about some of these initiatives in this national effort. But for now, I think we've we've uh, saturated my brain with enough information I need to digest this. you know, we, before we started the show, uh, as we were talking, you had said that it takes a village, uh, it takes a community. Um, Absolutely. And, and I agree with that. It also takes a leader, and, and you've stepped into that role, and, and we appreciate that you've done that. Uh, Ashley Russo, Rue Events, Blacks Friday, um, community leader, thanks for everything you're doing. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. Well, since that interview, Ashley has been nominated for an idea funding uh, award through Startup Tucson and actually has moved into the semifinals of that. And I know where I'm going to be on Wednesday over at Hotel Congress for uh, Soul Food Wednesdays.
My name is Tom Heath. You're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. Well, that's going to do it. Episode number 144 is in the books. And uh, we're thankful for Ashley LaRusso spending a part of her busy schedule with us to talk about Rue events and Blacks Friday. And coming up next week, we've got uh, uh, some of the cool things happening with downtown boutique hotels. You're probably familiar with the downtown Clifton. Well, the, uh, the owner is um, opening up a new concept just a little bit north of there at the old uh, Daily Citizen building. And it's aptly named the, the Citizen Hotel Tucson. So we will uh, talk about that as we get into uh, next week's show. And we're uh, happy to have Monica Lane, the, uh, the owner of that project, sharing her details with us. And please stay tuned uh, for the 1130 segment of this hour. Uh, we used to do rebroadcasts of old episodes, but now we've got something new and exciting for you. Starting uh, last week, you probably heard it, Tedski, our local, uh, one of our fabulous DJs here, has uh, started a show every Sunday called uh, Words and Work, and his goals here are to, uh, to talk to those uh, writers and others from the labor movement. So Tedski, welcome to the Sunday morning lineup, and I look forward to hearing all of your episodes. And if you want to hear more about Life Along the Streetcar, you can head over to our website page, lifealongstreetcar.org. All of our episodes are housed there. We also have the podcast pretty much anywhere where you can find podcasts, including uh, just being recently added to iHeartRadio. And you can ask your smart speaker to play Life Along the Streetcar podcast. Well, we're going to leave you today with music from Sean Louie, mentioned by Ashley in her uh, interview from his uh, 2020 EP, Beauty and the Chaos. Uh, the song we're going to leave you with today is called Future You and Me. Well, my name is Tom Heath, and you've been listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM. Hope you have a great week and enjoyed it enough to tune in next Sunday for another episode. Until then, enjoy your fabulous Tucson weather. Here's Sean Louis, future you and me.